Let's go before the Lord this morning. Father, we come boldly to the throne room of our God. We come not only to obtain mercy, but we come to bless you this morning. Father, we're thanking you right now for the anointing of Almighty God that lifts any burden and destroys any yoke. We thank you this day that the Spirit of grace is here to annihilate anything that has come against our people. We thank you this day that the Word will go forth in the power and in the accuracy of the Spirit of grace. We thank you this day that every ear shall hear. And not only hear, but put it into practice and be a doer of the Word. And we give you honor for it in Jesus' mighty name. And everyone shout it. Shout it again. And be seated. Hallelujah. Turn with me this morning to Big John, the first chapter. Big John, the first chapter, and Romans, the fifth chapter. Praise the Lord. Praise God. We're not going to start there, but we're going to get there. Hallelujah. This morning I want to talk to you about grace, the gift of grace. Praise be unto God. Hallelujah. I want to come a little different direction about grace this morning than usual. In Ephesians 2, 8 and 9, he said, By grace was you saved through faith, and that not of yourselves, it was a gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. So grace is a gift from Almighty God. Grace in the Greek is the word charis. We get the word charismatic. That's where they, they got the word charismatic movement from. It means to cause to become a favorite by one who bestows the unmerited gift. Causes one to become a favorite. See, if the church world knew that they were a favorite with Almighty God, they would never have a question of where, who and where cancer came from, sickness came from, poverty came from. If you're a favorite with the King of kings and the Lord of lords, blessed be God, He is a God of all mercy, a God of all blessing. Praise God. Can you say amen this morning? Praise God. Our God is in the blessing business. He is a good God. Praise God. Praise God. So, our God is the Father of grace. He becomes the one that bestows this grace. Whether you deserved it or not, you got it. And I'll tell you something else. The heathen world needs to know that too. See, we need to preach to the heathen that does not know God. We need to tell them, you've become a favorite with Almighty God. See, we, we've portrayed the image that Christians were against this and against this and tote signs and all kind of against and protest, all kind of things. Blessed be God. My God has restored the world to favor with Himself. They need to know that. They need to know the truth about what Jesus' blood has done for them. Praise be unto God. Praise God. Praise God. Jesus is and was God's gift to grace 
to the world. For God so loved the world that he gave this. Praise God. In Big John, the first chapter, 14th verse, said, And the Word was made flesh and dwelt among us. And we beheld his glory, the glory of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. See, he is full of grace. When you saw Jesus Christ, you saw grace in action. Why did he open the blinded eyes? That's grace. Why did he heal the lame? That's grace. Why did he feed the multitude? That's grace. Why did he preach and go home with the downtrodden and the outcast? Because that's grace of Almighty God. Hallelujah. Restoring people to dignity. Restoring them to sons and daughtership with Almighty God. That's the grace of Almighty God. The 16th verse says, And of his fullness have all we received, and grace for grace. <laughs> grace upon grace, in other words. Grace upon grace. Grace upon grace. Favor, goodwill towards men. Favor with God. Blessings from God. Not I'm going to get you for that. See, that's where a lot of people come to. Oh, I'm afraid of God. If I do this, God's going to... God's not going to be pleased with me. Now, sin doesn't please God. That's not what I'm saying. But God's not interested in that. He's interested in you finding out who you are because when you find out about the grace of Almighty God, you can walk above and out of sin, praise God. You just hold still. We'll get to that too. Praise be unto God. Praise God. Jesus bestowed grace divine favor to anyone that would receive him. Praise be unto God. Hallelujah. 17th verse, For the law was given by Moses, but grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. See, grace came by him. The law came by Moses. He was given the law. You, do, you knock my out, I'll knock your out. You kill my mule, I'll kill your mule. You do me wrong, I'll get you, big boy. Bless God. But God said, I'll bless them that bless you. Hallelujah. You be merciful and I'll give you mercy. Blessed be God. When someone does you wrong, he said, pray for them. Bless those that persecute you. Why? Because God will handle that other end. Can you say amen? Praise be unto God. Have you found the fifth chapter, book of Romans? Fifth chapter of the book of Romans, first verse said, Therefore being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. By whom? Also we have access by faith into that grace wherein we stand. See, that's how you get into this grace. Grace is God's divine favor. Grace is God's love and kindness. Grace is God's goodwill towards you. You got to get in there by faith. What if you fail miserably? You messed up, you've done everything wrong, bless God, and you feel like a heel. 
I got a way to get into this gigantic system of Almighty God called grace. The favor of Almighty God, I do it by faith. I got a door that opens, it's called faith, and I walk through it into the grace of Almighty God. If you can ever get the gigantic system of grace working for you, you got it in God's hands. I've heard a lot of people uh, talk about their husbands or kids or something, you know, or, or, or lost loved ones said, well, I just turned it over to God. Well, how'd you do that? Well, I just quit thinking about it and quit praying for them. I just let God have it. No, you turned it over to the devil. You get it in God's hands with your faith, and that's the only way you're going to get it in there. You're not going to get it into this gigantic system. See, if you ever get it into the grace of God and God takes hold to it, you got the victory, folks. Hallelujah, hallelujah. See, grace is God's hold on you. Faith is your hold on God. Hallelujah. First time I ever preached this was in 78, 1978. See, I, I found out about the grace of God. If I messed up, it didn't bother me. I'm not worried about it. I believe the blood of Jesus Christ handles it. Can you say amen? I trust in the death, the burial, and the resurrection. I trust that the blood of Jesus Christ is speaking from the mercy seat. It cries out deliverance. It cries out favor from Almighty God that I am a favorite with the King of kings and the Lord of lords. Can you say amen this morning? Let me read you another translation of that. Arthur S. Way said, Through him we have been introduced by the door of faith into the favor of God in which we have so firm a foundation. Philip said, Through him we have confidently entered into a new relationship of grace. We got a new relationship. Not an eye for an eye. Not blessing and cursing. Jesus took the curse. He handled the curse end of it. He became a curse for us. For his written curses, everyone that hangs on the tree. Blessed be God. What? That the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentile, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit. What is he saying? He's saying you're counted so clean, so holy, here is favorite, that he'll even come and live on the inside of you. You're so sanctified that a holy God can live on the inside of you. What makes that? The grace of God. What makes you holy? Well, I've been trying to do the best I can. Well, you fell short. Well, I'm doing all I can to live for the Lord. Well, quit. Jesus has already accomplished this for you. It is called the grace of Almighty God. Enter into that grace through the door. Walk through the door of faith. Trust in that grace. Trust in the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. You don't have to trust in how your strength has done. He said, be strong in the Lord in the power of his might. Say, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Living Bible said, for because of our faith, he has brought us into this place of highest privilege. Now, do you hear that? 
Someone ought to tear six chairs down and swing off these light fixtures and run through a wall and jump over a mountain. You know, listen to this. For because of our faith, our faith's going to get us in there. It's going to get us through the door. If you ever get through the door, bless God, God will take hold of it. You don't have to worry about it. Well, Rick, if you got faith, and you do, it is a gift of God just like grace is. By grace was you saved through faith, and that not itself is a gift of God. For because of our faith, He has brought us into the place of highest privilege where we now stand. And we confidently and joyfully look forward to actually becoming all that God has in mind for us. I can just be all God wants me to be. Every bit of it. How? By my faith I walk into the grace. You will never, never, never amount to what God wants you to do unless you receive the grace of Almighty God. To as many as received the grace, to him gave him privileges. He's got the privilege. If you don't ever receive them, you'll still be over here poor-mouthed. You'll still be over here an old sinner saved by grace. See? Hallelujah. Riker's translation said, In this relationship, the Father considered us just as deserving of His goodness as Jesus His Son. <laughs> that's the way God looks at you. See, that's the way. See, unless Christianity gets to that point that they feel like I am a son of the living God, I can walk boldly under the throne of God. I'm not worried about if I fall to this side of that or make a mistake. I'm not afraid that God's sitting up there with his fly swatter to get me every time I fail. If I fail, it ain't nobody's business but mine and God's. Amen. Ain't no preacher... Ain't no deacon. I was going to church one time, charismatic church, and someone had done something in the church they shouldn't have done, and they, they had a deacon meeting. They're going to go see them. They're going to read them the riot act. We won't put up with that in our church. We're too holy. We're holy Joe and Jane. We don't fail. Huh? He said, take heed what you judge others, see, lest you fall yourself. See, you that spiritual, go restore such a one. See, that always bothered me because it wasn't no one going to restore anybody. He said, ye which are spiritual. I figured out we didn't have any spiritual folks. <laughs> see, we had some that was ready to point the finger. You failed. You didn't do this. You know, God didn't point, appoint anybody to judge somebody else. Huh? If you judge someone, judge them like the Word of God. They're a favorite with Almighty God. They're sons and daughters of Almighty God. I'm telling you, does your, your son and daughter, when they fail, do you just jump on them with both feet and just stomp the mud out of them? Huh? Or do you try to help them up? See, it gets quiet. Some of you have been stomping them. 
See, that won't work. See, the goodness of God brings people to repentance. Praise be unto God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. No matter where you've been or what you've done, it don't make any difference. You have been restored to favor with Almighty God. 2 Corinthians 5, 19, said God, Amplified Bible said, For God was personally present in Christ Jesus, reconciling and restoring the world to favor with Himself. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Turn with me, if you will, to 1 Peter, the first chapter. Hebrews, James, and Peter. Praise the Lord. 1 Peter 1, 1. Peter, an apostle of Jesus Christ to the strangers. Now that's a funny word to use, isn't it? Better translation, Rotterdam. said to the chosen pilgrims. That's a little better, isn't it? A little better understanding. Chosen pilgrims. You pilgrims. You're passing through. You're strangers to this earth and its system. Scattered throughout uh, Poncus, Galatia, Cappadocia, Asia, and Bithyia, elect according to the foreknowledge of God the Father through sanctification. How many of you know you've been sanctified? Cotton Patch said, you've been washed and processed. <laughs> How many of you know you've been washed and processed? Huh? You done went through the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. He processed you through the death, the burial, the magnificent resurrection. You come out on the other side, a favorite with Almighty God, pure, holy, washed and processed, sanctified before the living God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. See, to receive the gift of grace will cause you not just to be a spectator in praising God, but you'll be a participator. Oh, glory to God. Hallelujah. The grace of God has restored us to favor. Praise God. I'm a favorite with God. Man, I can go in. Look where your faith will be. You can walk in and just get anything God's got. Hallelujah. Instead of sneaking in feeling like you're an old unworthy. See, receive the grace of God. Receive what God will do. See, a lot of people think because they've sinned or, or something, they've missed God, they're not a, a favorite anymore. Well, let me tell you something. Now, listen close. Grace is God's ability to live without sin. Live above sin. Said, yeah, but what if I sin? You got 1 John 1, 9. You got the Fifth Amendment. Plead the Fifth. Plead the blood of Jesus. Plead the grace of Almighty God. <laughs> Hallelujah. Second verse there said, Elect according to the foreknowledge of God the Father through sanctification of the Spirit under obedience and sprinkling of the blood of Jesus Christ, grace unto you and peace be multiplied. That's kind of like John said, grace upon grace. Multiply this stuff. You mean, what does that mean? Just more favor. Favor multiplied. 
the divine favor of Almighty God be multiplied to you. Goodwill towards you be multiplied. Peace be multiplied. Get just more of it than you can handle. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Multiplied favor. Multiplied love and kindness. See, grace does not carry with it the curse. Jesus took the curse. Can you say amen? Love and kindness, favor, goodwill. Hallelujah. Look in the second chapter of, uh, of 1 Peter, first verse. Wherefore, laying aside all malice, all guile, hypocrisy, envies, and all evil speaking, as newborn babes desire the sincere milk of the word, that they may grow thereby. You want to grow? You want to grow or you want to stay a spiritual baby all your life? That they may grow thereby, if so be ye have tasted that the Lord is gracious. You better taste of the grace of God if you want to grow. You won't grow thinking, well, I failed. Oh, I'm not what God wants me to be. I could have been a lot better if I'd have had more teaching. No, just forget all that and just start right now getting into the grace of Almighty God. That word uh, uh, tasted that the Lord is gracious. The word gracious there is the word disposed to show favors. His disposition is that he wants to show you favors. He wants to show you that you're a favorite with Almighty God. Hallelujah. What's that called? It's called grace. Well, I don't deserve it. No one said you did. No one said you deserved it. Yes, I'm so undeserving. Well, now you get over there and that end of it, you done went the wrong direction. Yeah, actually, you are deserving because Jesus Christ took your place on an old rugged cross and the blood of Jesus Christ was sprinkled upon the mercy seat and it cries out today, you are a favorite. You have good will from Almighty God. You have love and kindness from the Father. Praise God. Praise the name of the Lord. Praise the Lord. Taste in grace. Seeing God's favor towards us. See, that'll make you a worshiper of God. That'll make you worship God. That'll make you praise God. That'll make you all excited when you see the grace of God. See, well, you got to preach this thing about. A Pentecost lady told me one time, said, Well, son, you don't preach enough sin. Said, You just don't. Said, If you don't preach sin, you're going to have them folks sinning. I said, They're going to be sinning without me preaching. I don't have, they, you need to worry about that. I believe they're doing all right on their own. <laughs> she said, if you don't preach sin, how are they going to know not to sin? I said, because my God wrote them sinful laws in our heart. We don't have the desire to sin. Let me tell you what the grace of God is. It is the ability from Almighty God not to sin, to defeat sin in your life. It is the, see, people don't think along them lines. Well, you better preach some do's and don'ts. Don't dip and don't chew and don't go with the girls that do, you know. No. Amen. If you don't preach that, you'll just have a, a, a worldly church. 
No, bless God, I want a graceful church. I want a church that knows the love of Almighty God. I want a church that knows they're a favorite with God, that they enter into this grace. They do it by faith. Just because God said so, just walk into it. You enter in this stuff by faith. If you want to go in, there's a door called faith. That's trusting God's grace. Trusting what Jesus did in the death, burial, and the resurrection. That it has restored us to favor with Almighty God. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. The Lord is gracious. Praise God. See, sin and a sin conscience a consciousness of sin all the time and failure. If I preach sin and keep you sin conscious, do you know you'll stay a baby in the Lord? You will never grow out of babyhood stage. If you're sitting afraid you're going to hold your mouth wrong or do something wrong, then you're going to stay a baby. You're going to be a fearful Christian and you're going to be fearful of your very own father. You cannot serve a God that loves you and be afraid of it. See, you can't do that. You can't go to God when your child's lying there with 105 fever and get healing if you're scared of him. But when you know I'm a favorite, I can get anything he's got. I can get my hand over in his cookie jar and get everything he's got. Hallelujah. Can you say amen? Praise God. Praise God. Now, you know, Israel was under the law. Now, we got a better covenant established on better promises. Now, we got something better, not by the blood of goats and calves, but by Jesus' own blood. He set us free. He's made us favorites. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In the old covenant, bless God, if you've done something wrong, you paid for it. If you couldn't handle something and your bills were too much for you, Bless God, they'd take your land, take your wife, and even your children. Now, some of them was glad they got their wife. I was joking, honey. I know, you know. <laughs> Turn with me. Listen to me. Listen close. Sin and a sin consciousness. You know what I'm saying? Sin consciousness, you got something right back there that I know I'm saved. I know I've got the Holy Ghost and talking tongues. Uh, I, I know all this, and I, I know God loves me, but I still ain't the kind of Christian I ought to be. And I know, praise God, Janice and sure are pretty flies. I've got to tell you, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. See, if you got something sitting right back there, blessed be God, that you're not the person you ought to be, then you can't do anything for God. You cannot grow up. You are still a baby Christian. If all you think is fa failure, sin, consciousness, then you'll stay a baby Christian. Everybody else will have to help you, prop you up, do your praying, do your believing, do your receiving for you. Touch you wrong and your feelings get hurt and you spread the news. Oh, they've mistreated me. What'd they do? Well, you ought to seen the way they looked at me. <laughs> See, why? Because you you got a sin constantly looking at sin, trying to find something wrong in somebody else. See, turn to Isaiah 40. 
You got your shouting clothes on? You sure? Praise the Lord. I wasn't going to bring this out today, but I praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, under the old covenant, if you had a business venture, that failed. They take your land. They take, they didn't take your children and put them in slavery. If you uh, could not pay your bills, if you could, you know, if it just wasn't working for you and you was a failure. Now, what would happen? Let's read this verse and, and, and I'll show. 40th verse, uh, 40th chapter, first verse. Comfort ye. Comfort ye my people, saith your God. Speak ye comfortably to Jerusalem and cry unto her that her warfare is accomplished, that her iniquities is pardoned, for she has received of the Lord's hand double for all her sins. Now, wait a minute. Don't get double for your sins, son. Now listen close to me what I'm saying. Now in Jewish tradition, if you had failed, if you had lost everything, you could not pay your debts, you couldn't do this, you was miserably sick no matter what, you wrote all that on a, 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 a sheepskin, you wrote that and you placed that on the doorpost of your home or on your gate. And everybody that came by saw that all my sins was right out there in front. There it is. I've done this. I've done that. I've failed. I have done wrong. All this is right out there in front. But he said, if your kinsman redeemer or a just man comes by, you'll receive double for it. What does he mean? It means double. He'll double it over, praise God, and sign his name on it. And when... when anyone sees all your sins they're double over bless God and he sees the name of your kinsman redeemer praise God hallelujah hallelujah go see him he paid up go see him a just man has written his name he's folded that thing he's doubled it over you've received double for your iniquities Listen, God does not want you to be sin conscious. He wants you to be blessing conscious. He wants you to be righteous conscious. He wants you to be sanctified conscious. He wants you to be victorious conscious, praise God. He wants you to know you're a favorite with Him. Glory to God. He's doubled them over. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Turn with me, if you will, to Titus. Turn to Hebrews and back up a couple of books. Titus. The second chapter. Now let me tell you what. You having problems with an old habit? You having problems with something inherent in your family? You know certain things follow families, they call that iniquities. He doubled your iniquities over, folks. 
He'd double them over and give you some grace. What is favor to handle it? See, grace will give you the ability not to sin, praise God. Favor will. Not telling you, you better not do that. You tell a kid, you better not do that. I better not catch you. You'll be one-eared and one-lipped. Amen? He's going to do it. He's going to do it. When? When you ain't looking. All right, what does this grace do? Now listen to him. Second chapter of Titus 11 verse. For the grace of God. Say grace. grace. For the grace of God that bringeth salvation hath appeared to all men. What? Teaching us that denying ungodliness, worldly lust, we should live soberly, righteously, godly in this present world. Now, New International Version brings this out. Now, listen to it. It's real clear. For the grace of God that brings us salvation has appeared to all men. It teaches us to say no to unrighteousness, to ungodliness, to worldly passions, and to live a self-controlled, upright, and godly life in this present age. I'm telling you right now, the grace of God is the ability to say no to sin, praise God. I don't want to sin. I don't have to sin. I don't have to fail. I don't have to have a consciousness of a failure in my life. I'm the very righteousness of Almighty God. God has sanctified me and given me divine grace. Hallelujah. Shout amen, somebody. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Give you the ability to live above sin. You say, you don't believe you can live above sin. Yes, I do. I believe the grace of God. If you see it, you don't want to sin. Huh? Why would you want to steal something from somebody and God will already meet your every need? Huh? Why would you want to mistreat somebody when God has put the love of God shed abroad in your heart by the Holy Ghost? Huh? You see the favor of God, the grace of God. Why would you want to sin? You got favorite son status. Huh? Why would you want to do something to somebody else when God's given you everything? Oh, hallelujah. I'm preaching better than y'all amen in this morning. Hallelujah. I know I ain't the only one who needs this. <laughs> I know I ain't the only one ought to be excited about that. Let me read this again. Listen to this. You know, I didn't know enough about the Word of God when I got saved. When I found 1 John 1, 9, I thought I was the only one I ever found. I didn't know anybody knew that Scripture but me. And I wouldn't tell anybody. I thought it was just for me. I failed so many times, messed up so many times, but I just blessed God just would say, Father, forgive me, and he'd cleanse me from all unrighteousness. I've been doing this before I even got the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Preacher asked me, he said, how do you stay happy like you are all the time? Man, much sin is in the world. I'd show him first, I showed him First John 1, 9. I ain't worried about sin. God paid for it. Past, present, future, it's all paid for the blood speaking from the mercy seat said, you a favorite, you a favorite. The devil said, no, you're not, you fail. Well, it ain't none of your business. 
What do you mean? I got something in me that says no to Satan. No to sin. No, it's the grace of God, the favor of God. It's the, Paul said, I'm pressing hard after that which I was captured for. Why did he get me? I got the grace of God. He said something mightily is working in me. I'm a favorite. I got the grace of God. My faith opens that door, and I'm walking in. Hallelujah. I'm walking in. So firm a footing where we stand. We got a firm footing in this grace. Amen. Listen to this again. For the grace of God that brings salvation has appeared to all men. It teaches us to say no to ungodliness and worldly passions. We can say no. And to live a self-controlled, upright, and godly life in this present age. I can because of the grace of God. Hallelujah. I got something working, praise God. Let me see another translation. Hallelujah. 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 Cotton Patch said, God's undeserving kindness has burst upon us, bringing us a new lease on life. Whoo, glory. Got a new lease on life. A new lease. I ain't no old sinner. I'm not some old faith. I'm not some old outcast. I'm not trying to, to, to receive something and be better and try to do better. Bless God. God's made me better. I am a sanctified, righteous son of the living God with all the divine privileges that the Lord Jesus Christ has. He counts me as having everything that Jesus had. I'm an heir of God and a joint heir with Jesus Christ. Can you say amen? Man, get a hold of that. He ain't wanting to sin. Man, he'll run from sin. He'll run from it. He'll back up and run. He'll look it right in the face and say no. Hallelujah. Amen. That's good. Praise God. Hallelujah. I believe I'll take up another offering. That's a good Praise the Lord. Cotton Patch said, God's un undeserving kindness. See, you didn't deserve it, but Jesus did. <laughs> He's acting for me. He's my stand-in. He's my agent. Praise God. He's my advocate. He's my strengthener. He's my intercessor. Hallelujah. He's my comforter. He is my Lord and only master. Praise God. God's undeserving kindness has has burst in upon us. It's done broke in on us, bringing us a new lease on life. Hallelujah. Woo, glory, a breath of fresh air. I'm a favorite with God. Breath of fresh air. Woo, I can breathe another air. Woo, woo, hallelujah. I ain't breathing that strife and hate and all that kind of stuff. I'm breathing a new kind of air. It's birthed right out of the womb of Almighty God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. See, see this, this, this will put you on the road to, to a, a, a maturity. It'll put you on the road to victory. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Grace, God's goodness, His kindness, His favor. You are the apple of His eye. Do you understand what that means? Praise God. You're it. You know, the world talks about folks 
Oh, they got it. Well, you're it. You're the it with God. You ever seen some, I, I've seen a, a, a beautiful woman, you know, and, and folks say, man, she's got it. She's got whatever the world calls it. Well, you got whatever God calls it. You're it. You're it with God. You're it with God. You're it. You're his favorite. He wants to bless you. He wants to heal you. He wants to financially give you everything. Praise God. Well, brother, son, you know what? Everybody don't deserve it. No, but you one of them that do. The rest of them, they don't. Is that the way? No, well, I don't mean that. Yeah, that's what you mean. That's what you mean. And you got a whine in your voice, and you don't think you, you deserve nothing either. See? You ever heard folks got a whine in one hand? I'm doing all I can to serve the Lord. The Lord is here. Fellow got a whine in his voice, ain't he ain't got no manhood about it. And he don't know the grace of God. Hallelujah. I'll tell you what, Jesus was much man. He didn't run around in some little old light, something other looked like Don Knotts. Praise God. He didn't talk like Wiley Cox. He was a man. He was a man. But he knew something. He said, Daddy, you always hear me when I pray. <laughs> you hear me when I pray. You always hear me. I said, dear Father, for their sake, I know you hear me always. That's for them folks standing around to hear. Lazarus, come forth. Hallelujah. You always hear me, Lord. I'm a favorite. See, people need to receive their favorite son status. Praise God. Look in Titus, the third chapter. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Look in the third verse. For we ourselves also were sometimes foolish, disobedient, deceived, serving diverse lusts and pleasures, living in malice, envy, hateful, hating one another, that sound like anybody you know? I heard someone say, my wife. No, no. For after that, see, now listen. For after that, the kindness and the love of God, our Savior, toward man appeared. Something's done appeared. See, you were like that, but something else done appeared now. Love of God's been shed abroad in your heart by the Holy Ghost. Not by works of righteousness which we have done, but according to His mercy He saved us by washing and regeneration and renewing of the Holy Ghost, which He has shed on us abundantly through Jesus Christ, our Savior, that being justified by grace. We should be made heirs according to the hope of eternal life. Heirs of God and joint heirs of Jesus Christ. All glory to God justified you've been justified how come well I tried to live a good life well that won't work well I'm doing the best I can you fail well I want to brother Sullivan well you still a flop 
It ain't according to you. It's according to Jesus. It's according to what he's done and placed at your disposal and in your account. Lady called me one day. She uh, said, my brother has had a stroke. He's down. He's been two or three months. He's had a stroke. Can't get up. Can't talk. Arm up him. Said, would you go see him? I said, well, I will. I didn't want to because he was raised in a Pentecostal denomination that preaches sin consciousness and a sinner conscious and keeps people sinner conscious and keeps them down at the altar squalling them out about three times a week. You understand what I'm saying? Now, I didn't want to do it, but I knew the fella, knew him all my life, and I knew it could help him. But, but I knew I couldn't help him permanently lest I could get him out of that church he's going to. See, you can't amount to something and keep what belongs to you if you're listening to condemnation and keeping a sin consciousness and that kind of thing all the time. You can't keep it. You'll get down under the weather and you'll get in this and you'll get depressed, everything else. But when you find out you are a favorite, I want to see him. There he is, slobbering. He done had a heart stroke, slobbering out of his mouth. Hand drawn up like this, sitting in, in, in a chair, couldn't get up, you know. And he said, couldn't hardly talk, say a little something. And his wife interpreted it for me. said, well, can you, do you know why God won't heal me? I said, yeah, I do. I said, he 